As I progress through life, my purpose becomes clearer, decisions become wiser, belief in myself becomes stronger, and achievement feels nearer. I want the same for you, and that's why I am on a mission to grow your emotional, financial, mental, physical, social, and spiritual wealth. I am Rafael Fernandez. In this episode, we will be covering... I felt that it was extremely important, especially the position I'm in, to communicate to you guys what I went through in the Domain Retail Store in Warrawong, New South Wales, just the other day. Now, just to put this out there, I'm not creating this video in order to destroy any sorts of businesses. I'm here to bridge the gap between those who have lawful medical reasons for not wearing face masks and to bridge that gap between those who may be employees, managers of workplaces who simply do not know the law, who do not know what they can and cannot do in a workplace, and to let them know that what many are doing is just unacceptable. It's harassment and it's bullying. And at the very end of this video, once I've gone through all of that, I will be talking about the different laws and acts that these businesses have been in breach of. So, my experience now. I never knew about any sorts of domain stores existing, and for those who don't know uh, what they are, Domain is owned by Harvey Norman, and they're basically the exact same store. They just wear a different color uniform. So, what happened? Myself and Steph, we were calling up different stores because we needed the vinyls for the t-shirts that we made with make with the different designs on the back. And we were looking around for this like white vinyl sort of roll. Um, and Domain ended up being the only store that had some of them in stock. And we're like, all right, stores are going to be closed tomorrow uh, and we can't be stuffed doing click and collect. So we need to get out there, get our stuff. Uh, so then we can make sure we have enough stock for orders that come through uh, in terms of the the protests coming up on the 24th because these are those custom designs that people get uh, to have a different message or custom message. So we called up Domain and they held two of the vinyls aside and we said, all right, we're going to be on our way now to go and grab them. I ended up driving there, pulled up uh, on the side car park and it's like right where there's a there's like a KFC there and it was the side entrance of the domain store. So I entered the side entrance of the domain store and bear with me guys, I've got my notes here just to make sure that I don't miss anything that actually happened. Uh, I do remember it uh, pretty well in my mind anyway. So I walked into the furniture section as you know, you can see all the QR check-in stuff right in front of you. And, and I kept walking straight to go into the store towards the technology section. Then there was a lady to my right sitting down, an older lady. She was about 60 years old. She goes up to me. She goes, um, excuse me, um, did you check in? And I said, uh, no, um, I'm not going to check in. And then she said, if you don't check in, you're going to have to leave the store. And I said, uh, that is actually against the law. I do not need to um, check in and it's discrimination if you refuse me entry. Now, if you're watching this video right now, you've never seen me before, you don't know these rules, you might think that I've come across as arrogant in any sort of, in some sort of way, but just to let you know, I was as nice as possible uh, with the way that I was communicating to this lady and I was not um, angry or 
anything like that because I, I understood that this lady didn't understand what she was talking about and I knew I understood. So she told me I'd have to leave. I said, no, I don't. It's actually uh, against the law if you refuse me entry into this store. And then she said, all right, I'm going to go and talk to someone else. So she ended up calling someone else at the other end of the furniture section. It seemed like that may have been the manager at the time. She was like a younger girl. And as she told, uh, sorry, called out to this other lady, there was this old man that was a worker as well. He was basically walking right next to me as we were walking towards that lady. And he goes to me, you know, um, you're, you're going to uh, be kicked out of the store and not let into the store because you don't have a face mask. And I said, ah, oh, yes, that would be the case if I didn't have a medical exemption. And we kept walking. He didn't, he had nothing to say. And anyways, I went up to this long, long, young lady. She goes, oh, hey, how are you? I said, yep, I'm really good. Thank you yourself. I was being very nice uh, because her and at this time, right, as we've gone up to this new lady, there were about six to eight employees so workers basically around us because they were all just talking amongst each other and I know for sure they heard the first interaction which happened right at the front of the store right with the fuss that the the 60 year old lady made at the start and the old man so I was having the chat she said you know what we've done everything in our power uh, to let you know that you must check in into this store and you must also have a face mask. I said, no, it's actually against the law for you to require me to um, to scan in through the QR code on the New South Wales COVID safe. And I said, and in terms of my mask, I have a legal medical exemption, so I do not need to wear one. And she said, okay, well, if the police come in here, uh, we've done everything we could and you're going to have to deal with them if you're if you're doing anything in the wrong. I said, that's all good. I know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, and then she said, okay, sure. So just go, go grab whatever you needed um, and then just be on your way home. And I said, all right, cool. So at this point, all the workers that were basically around me and watching, a lot of them doing, didn't say anything. They just sort of kept quiet. And it's like, it's as if I was from another planet, as if they had never seen anyone without a face mask in a store before, right? And mind you, this store was like dead. There was about there was about three customers in there at the time, and I reckon about twenty employees working, probably even more workers. So I walked towards the technology section. All the employees stayed behind, and as I went into the technology section um, to like the laptops and and the desk area where I could go and pay for the vinyls. Um, I didn't have the vinyls on me at the time. I like the rolls I was talking about. I thought they actually held, held them at the desk. Um, but it w turns out they actually kept them in the section and then someone else had to bring it to me. But before all of that, I went to the desk, uh, and I was just waiting in line. There was one customer being served and this guy goes, um, uh, I'm going to go and get you a face mask because you don't have one. And th this guy is, he's probably like in his sixties as well, older man with black glasses. And I go, Oh no, thank you. I've got a medical exemption. He goes, well, if you have a medical exemption, you have to show me that exemption or I'm going to kick you out of the store. And I said, um, that is discrimination. And that is against the law for you to say something like that. And I said it in the nicest way possible, but this guy was very arrogant. He said, "If you sh you need to show me your medical exemption. 
or you're going to get kicked out of the store and we will not serve you. And at this time, he was trying to talk to the person behind the desk who was serving the customer, basically saying that I will not be served unless I show him the medical exemption. That is private information between myself and my doctor. You don't need to show that to anyone. And I'm going to get to that. So he ended up, so I ended up saying, you can go and check the New South Wales health website right now and see that I won't have to show the medical exemption to anyone. I don't have to show it to government. I don't have to show it to the police. And I sure as hell don't have to show it to you. So the guy behind the desk just said, you know what, just just leave him alone. Just let him get what he needs um, to buy and then he can go. And then this this older man went up to another employee and was basically laughing. He was basically laughing about me, about what I said, how I'm wrong and like... It was just, he was just a straight up bully. Now, then as he was walking off and talking to his mate laughing, I said, you know what? I'm like, um, you know, the virus isn't that deadly with a 99.999% recovery rate. You know, he started laughing. He had nothing to say. And then I said, and you know, the, the PCR test, uh, PCR test amplifies genetic material and it actually can't find, uh, COVID. He had nothing to say once again, all he could spew was, mainstream media and government propaganda that he's heard from the TV, literally. And then what happened? The lady, the customer in line that was in front of me, she was probably, she was probably two and a half meters uh, in front of me, uh, to be precise, two and a half meters. She had her mask on. She had no kids with her, nothing. And she goes, excuse me, could you please stand further away from me because you are putting my daughter or she said, or my daughter or my son in danger who is back home. So I'm guessing she's referring to the fact that if I have the virus, I could give the virus to her and then she's going to give the virus to her kid and then her kid's in great danger. And, and, and it just clicked when I went home later that day where they're now starting to say that uh, children are going to start to be vaccinated because children are getting COVID-19, right? So I, I know that's just another news mainstream media listener who can't think for herself, who, do, who can't do her own research. So she told me that. And I said, don't you think if there was a deadly virus going around, you wouldn't be out here shopping? And And she literally went mute for a few seconds. She was like, it was like that fluoride stare, you know, that fluoride stare. And then she went off rambling about she's a nurse or she knows a nurse of a nurse. Like my brother's cousin's brother's nurse has people on, on ventilators in the hospital. I'm like, yeah, that's because government has changed their, has changed hospital policy. And, she, and I said that three times over her because she kept saying people on ventilators, ventilators, whatever, like you're putting people in danger. Anyways, I said that she had nothing to say to that. Um, I didn't even realize when she left, when she got served, uh, she ended up going. And then the guy behind the desk now has the audacity to tell me that he's not going to serve me um, if I don't show him my medical exemption. And he said that if he's to call the police right now, if it's to call the police right now into the store, that I'd have to show them my medical exemption. I said, no, I do not. Go and check the New South Wales Health website right now. It is right there for you. I said, this is discrimination. You cannot do this to me. You can't do this to anyone. Anyways, 
they said, all right, so what, what do you want? And I said, um, I called up earlier. I spoke to a, a lovely young man. I didn't say that, but I said, <laughs> I spoke to a young man. Um, I believe his name was Robert or something. And he said that there was two of the white vinyls available. And then he called that guy who, was, who Steph was on the phone with earlier before we left. Uh, he got the two vinyls for us, brought him to the desk. I ended up paying with my card, uh, being served. And then, yeah, I got my receipt. And as I was leaving the technology area, and mind you, while I was being served, the 60-year-old with the glasses, he ended up going to the furniture section now from basically near the front of the store where you walk in from before you get to the technology area. He goes and starts laughing with uh, a few or more. It was probably about four, five employees like on the corner of the furniture section. He's just laughing about what happened there with the interaction and how... Um, I don't believe there's a deadly virus or whatever he was talking about. So what I did is that I, I carried my two vinyls in my hand and um, I basically, you know, I could have just cut through the furniture section, but I wanted to go all the way up to them. And as I was getting closer, probably about even five, 10 meters away, he stopped talking. He just stood quiet and I was there walking with my products with my long receipt hanging out of my hand. I had my head held high and that was the highest I've ever held my head because it's like, yeah, that's right. I got served. You guys were in the wrong. And at the end of the day, if I was doing the wrong thing, um, I don't believe I would have been served. The cops would have been called. If I was breaking the law, doing anything wrong, they would have never served me. But they knew I knew my stuff. So I walked out with my head held high and I know that entire store of those workers, they could all feel it. They could all feel it. And that's not, that's not an ego thing. That's not a thing to say, oh, I'm better than you. That's just to say that, you know, I, I, stood, I stood tall. I backed myself. And if you're asking about where's the footage, I should have mentioned this at the start of the video. So as soon as I had the interaction with that lady, I went to touch my pocket. I'm like, far out. My phone is in the car with Steph. And I didn't want to turn back just in case they were going to close the doors and not actually let me in um, later on because I'd already had that interaction with that older lady about scanning in with the QR code. So I'm just like, you know what, stuff it. Um, I seriously didn't expect it to go as as far as it went with all those workers bullying, harassing, discriminating, um, and really just being mindless about what what they were pushing. It's as if everyone's turned into a, a health officer or a police officer. When did that happen? So anyways, I walked out with my receipt and I left and I wish I had Steph's phone right now to um, let you guys know about, let you hear the conversation she had. She basically called up the store to speak to like a manager. Yes, it's like a Karen thing to do, but like she was just pretty pissed off. Um, but she was very nice um, on the phone about it. And the guy that picked up the phone, he was the one behind the counter. I remember his voice. And he was basically saying like, I have the right to refuse entry to to anyone um, because we are a public business. It's like, no, you are not sure. I mean, sorry, because they're a private business, right? But no, because they are open to the public. And I wish I had the act up right here on my... Yeah, on my, I don't have the link up here. I had it the other day. Actually, I might have it in my notes. Where basically it says that you do not need to... Oh. So, so we ended up leaving the store 
And then Steph ended up calling them up, trying to see if there was a manager. There was no really, not really any managers. The person that picked up, I remembered their voice and they were the person that was behind the desk uh, who ended up serving me at the end. Um, and he was just very angry. He just goes, I have the right to, and I wish I had the voice recording um, with Steph's phone, but I don't have it right now. And he goes, I have the right to refuse entry because we are a private business. It's like, sure, you can refuse entry, but you need to have a reason. And that reason cannot be uh, against the law or due to discrimination because there has to be a reason, right? And then he ended up saying that the reason why uh, he could have refused me entry is because I was annoying customers. I got a lady uh, very annoyed, even though she's the one that said something to me first when I was a few meters away from her, um, just saying absolute rubbish. It, it was none of her business what was going on between myself and the workers uh, there. So lady, if you end up seeing this video, please keep your mouth shut next time um, unless you know what you're talking about and unless you can actually back yourself. Until then, I don't need to hear from you. So... That's it. That's basically all that happened. So now, and and guys, just to add this in there, I have left a, a review of my own on the Google account. I've left a review of my own on their, uh, or I will be on their Facebook. So I'll be leaving the links um, to both of their pages uh, in the video description. So right now, I'm going to go and share my screen and just basically show you all everything that they were in breach of because I knew what I was doing. I stood my ground. And just to say as well, if anyone else was in my position who maybe wasn't as strong as me, um, and I don't mean strong in a way of like being able to hold myself, it's because I've been in many, many situations like this um, with police, not exactly like this in a store, uh, though once in Food Works in Elwood in Melbourne, I actually didn't get served for uh, for not showing my medical exemption, even though I explained that it's against the law for them to have me require a medical exemption. And I still haven't taken... Like, I did call up the head office and all that. They did nothing about it. So I'm still uh, thinking in my head whether I should go after them and take some legal action. Because at least if you take some legal action, um, then it will be heard and then the rest of the businesses won't be affecting people as much as they are now. Because if someone didn't want to check in at that domain store and they didn't know their rights, they didn't know their laws, then they would have very well left as soon as they refused a, a QR code and they would have been intimidated or they would have left from not being able to provide their medical exemption even though they knew they were in the right. These workers at domain were bullies, absolute bullies. And just to put it out there, just because we're in some sort of pandemic, if you believe that's what this is, it doesn't mean that your morals go out the window. It doesn't mean that you have to bully customers and intimidate them and laugh about them and talk to them, be, talk about them behind their backs while the customer is right there. That is just not on. And especially coming from grown men, grown men and grown women, adults, it's, it's a shame. So I forgot where I was going, but oh yeah, so I might I might go and take some action because in, in that position, if someone wasn't as strong, they would have been traumatized and they wouldn't have gone to a store again. Like even even me, I feel like 
I'd be uncomfortable going into that store again. But you know what? Next time I go into that store, I'll be even more comfortable and I'll make sure that I have my my um my phone recording because these people will know about the negative reviews that they receive. Their management will know. They will all be briefed. And the next time I walk in there, they're not going to be able to say a word. Nothing. And just and just to put it out there, thank you so much, Domain, for, for allowing me to create t-shirts like these. I'm just going to put them up on the screen. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. You're allowing me to spread my message and the, and the message of the people, the truth. So, I'm sharing my screen. Let me go and show you. So on this page on the New South Wales government website, you can see this is the obligations to do with customer record keeping for businesses. It talks about how they do need a QR code in place for customers to be able to put in their details and workers. And they need a COVID safety plan mandatory for the certain types of businesses, which is basically all of them right now. Um, and it talks about why they need to be uh, collected. And if I keep going down, right, it says you have to put in your full name, phone number, date and time. This is if the person, the customer consents to this. But I want to point this out, right? It goes from Monday 12th of July, more businesses and organizations will need a New South Wales government QR code so that staff and customers can check in users using the Service New South Wales app. Processes must be in place to ensure that patrons provide the required contact information and deny entry to patrons who will not provide valid details. So Service New South Wales app actually goes through COVID safe. And the reason I mention this is because what you'll see now. So it says that and deny entry to patrons who will not provide valid details, right? So it says they can de deny entry. And it says if they don't have a phone, sure, they can put it in with a, uh, in the template, which is just write it down on the pen. But let me bring you to the Privacy Act of 1988, which is still relevant. No Section 94H. A person commits an offence if the person requires another person to download COVID safe to a communication device. So isn't that interesting? I was basically told that I wouldn't be allowed in and sure because it says they can deny entry to customers, but they aren't being told the Privacy Act of 1988, which is still relevant today. So they commit an offence if they require me to download the app, have the COVID safe in operation, or consent to uploading COVID app data from a communication. And look, imprisonment for five years or 300 penalty units is the penalty and you can have both, one or both. A person commits an offence if the person refuses to enter to or continue a contract or arrangement with another person, including contract employment. That's not really relevant here, but a person, a person commits an offence if the person refuses to allow another person to enter premises that are otherwise accessible to the public or premises that the other person has a right to enter refuses to allow another person to participate in an activity or refuses to receive goods or services from another person or insists on providing less monetary consideration for the goods or services. So basically, you cannot, re you cannot refuse someone to, ha to receive goods or services um, and not allow them to enter premises 
that are otherwise accessible to the public, which is they can say all they want that they're a, a private business, but they are open to the public, which means that that is null and void their argument. It's null and void. These businesses need to stop saying that they are a private company and that they do they can not serve someone. But on what basis? There has to be a reason they're not going to serve someone. Next. Public health orders. This is on the New South Wales government website once again. Mandatory face coverings. It talks about where you need face coverings. Indoor areas. It talks about all the retail places. But... If you keep going down, the usual exemptions that apply under the Public Health COVID-19 Mandatory Face Coverings Order Number 3, 2021, apply in Greater Sydney. For example, persons aged 12 or under or persons with a physical or mental condition that make wearing a mask unsuitable. Isn't that interesting? So it talks about the usual exemptions that apply under the public health. And here, for persons 12 or under, or persons with a physical or mental condition that make wearing a mask unsuitable. Nowhere does it say anywhere, anywhere on the government on the New South Wales government website that you need to provide a medical exemption or that you need a medical, a physical medical exemption at all. It doesn't say anywhere. You are straight up exempt if you fall into any of these categories. Straight up exempt. You don't need any sign from the doctor. None of that. None of it. So anyone talking about you need to show a medical exemption, you say where? You are making the claim that I need a medical exemption, so go go and find it. Go and find the claim that you're making because you won't find it. And that's for police officers. That's for government workers. That's for employees, managers of businesses, for all of you. Who have been miseducated and who don't know you just don't know what you're talking about if you're if you're saying this so that so that basically covers how I was forced in a way to uh, scan in on the on the COVID safe through New South Wales and to be refused entry but here's the penalties if you do make someone do that and here's the stuff with the masks. And here again, the public health order includes a number of, excuse me, lawful reasons for not wearing a face mask. Now, in the rest of Australia, all the other states, you can use this as well. You are not required to wear a mask if you have a physical or mental illness or condition or disability that makes wearing a mask unsuitable. For example, if you have a skin condition, an intellectual disability, autism or trauma, you're not required to wear a mask. If you believe that you are exempt within yourself to not wear a mask, if you have any personal reason, you do not have to wear a mask. And look at this. Please be respectful to people who are not wearing masks as the reasons for not wearing a mask are not always visible or obvious. That goes to all the bullies uh, at that domain store who tried to confront me that day in Warrawong. Next, Disability Discrimination Act of 1992, Section 6. Indirect disability discrimination. And disability, it's disability, unable. For the purposes of this act, a person, the discriminator, discriminates against another person, the aggrieved person, on the ground of a disability, disability, 
of the aggrieved person if the discriminator requires or proposes to require the aggrieved person to comply with a requirement or condition. In other words, making you comply to wear a mask when you don't need one. Because of the disability, the aggrieved person does not or would not comply or is not able or would not be able to comply with the requirement or condition. And you know what? If they forced a, a face mask on you or anything like that, they are responsible for anything that happens to you from there. They are liable for anything that happens to you from there. Same with the COVID safe. If they force you to scan in, then they are responsible for anything that comes out of that. And that could most certainly include data breaches because we know government uh, platforms are being hacked and data being taken all, all, all the time. So if that happens to you, they are personally responsible. The individuals that are working in these workplaces and the businesses. Anyways, and here for the purposes of this act, the discriminator also discriminates against another person, the aggrieved person on the grounds of a disability of the aggrieved person if the discriminator requires or proposes to require or proposes to require... So they've already they've already broke the Commonwealth Act, the Disability Discrimina Discrimination Act of 1992. I can go and take action right now against this business if I'd want to. And that would send a message for the rest of the businesses because they would have to be briefed about what's going on and what they can and can't do. And I may I may just have to do that if I find the time. Anyways, that's basically it. Let's go to the next one, Dis Disability Discrimination Act of 1992, Section 24, Goods, Services and Facilities. Perfect. It is unlawful for a person who, whether for payment or not, provides goods or services or makes facilities available to discriminate against another person on the grounds of the other person's disability by refusing to provide the other person with those goods or services to make those facilities available to with the other person. Now, they're lucky they actually served me and lucky I knew my stuff, but you know what? I might just go back in there again and they, they could just have me refused entry and then they're, they're done. They just broke the Disability Discrimination Act of 992, Section 24. And then I can, I can personally go after them and get some compensation. And they won't like that. And in the manner in which the first mentioned person provides the other person with those goods or services or makes those facilities available available to the other person. Thank you so much, everyone, for watching this video. I hope it was educational. I hope that you liked the story, even though it was very, very full on at the time. I seriously couldn't believe the confrontation that I had. I was bullied. I was harassed. I was discriminated against. And I was threatened by these workers at Domain Warrawong, New South Wales. As I said during the video, I will be leaving the links to their pro to their um, Google and Facebook and wherever else you can leave a review um, just so you guys can go and see my review, review there. Now, I'm not encouraging you to leave a negative review. Let me just put that out there. And yeah, I appreciate you all. Make sure you keep on um, pushing hard. I feel like now I'm definitely, most definitely getting back into things. I took a little bit of a break, but now it's so much more crucial. It's always been crucial to educate everyone uh, about what's going on. And so with that being said, stay tuned for Operation 
bullet train. I hope you can all be on board for it. You will not be breaking any CHO directives uh, doing so, even though uh, those are all unlawful directions anyway. So, yeah, I hope you can join me for that. Thank you so much. Have an incredible day or night, and I'll see you all soon.